Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. With over 20 years in healthcare, Dr. Gray is a doctor of oriental medicine and holistic physician fusing Eastern and Western healing. Dr. Gray is on staff at Jupiter Medical Center and in private practice with an office in Jupiter, Florida, where he resides. Dr. Gray enjoys being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Baden-Baden, Germany, and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and Biarritz, France. He is co author of several books on food therapy and the founder of the annual Star Summit Talks at the Norton Museum of Art in Palm Beach, Florida. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. Welcome back, everyone. This is Maximum Health, quality living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. Thank you for joining us. We have Nancy Williams, Executive Director of Dreamcatchers, uh, where one hour with a horse, uh, one horse can positively impact a life forever. And um, there's so much to be said about that. I, I love um, horseback riding. My children have done. We recently did it in Colorado, which was just the most splendid experience, just being in the mountains and riding through creeks. However, um, this is this goes deeper, and uh, this has been a, 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 this is going to be a message of healing with uh, the equestrian um, uh, community. So we're going to talk to Miss Nancy Williams and see all the amazing work that Dreamcatchers has been doing. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure, and thank you so much for having me. So Virginia is a beautiful place, and I've actually, um, one of my, I've been horseback riding in in Virginia, and a lot of beautiful terrain there. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, it's also uh, the the heartland of heat and humidity right now. Oh, jeez. Well, hey, you know, from one heartland of heat and humidity in Florida to another... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, pot calling the kettle black over here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's, it's uh, you know what, I think you guys are going to be through it soon, though. You know, we got September around the corner. It's going to start cooling, cooling down, I think, right? We are looking forward to, to fall weather yeah. coming. Uh, so that, that's, that will be welcome to our riders especially. They, they, uh, they endure a lot, um, and the heat does not deter them from, from coming out to be with the horses and have their, their experiences here, whether it's in, uh, with therapeutic riding or equine-assisted learning or equine-assisted psychotherapy. Um, we have all sorts of therapeutic offerings for our participants and their families um, in order to improve their lives and and it's it's absolutely magical i have so, to tell you so yes yes and yes all magical you've created let's first start, touch on the fact that you created a therapeutic writing center let's mm-hmm. let's start there and talk about just the concept the the, the dream the genesis sure so, so Dreamcatchers itself has been around since 1993, and uh, we've been at our current facility, uh, which is a, um, uh, about 22 acres uh, here in um, in uh, Tawano, out, just outside Williamsburg, Virginia, uh, since 2004, um, and and with our herd of 20 horses right now, and I use that term a bit loosely, they're technically 16. Uh, full-size horses, two minis and two ponies. Uh, we we provide um, therapeutic riding, which is working with with children, largely, but also adults uh, who have 
either physical, cognitive, or or other um, other emotional needs that that can be assisted by riding. And and so the movement of the horse, being on the horse, uh, for those who have the physical needs, this improves balance, core strength, and um, and uh, and muscle um, muscle training and strength. For those with emotional needs, it provides a soothing, calming influence in many cases. Uh, it's it's amazing to see how some of our riders will have um, will be acting out and in various ways, but once they're on that horse, they're in a different place. Um, and for those with with cognitive ability uh, disabilities, these um, uh, the connecting with the horses gives them uh, gives them uh, an opportunity to engage on an entirely different level. In the therapeutic riding, we involve not only the rider, but but what it takes to to run a session is uh, is a very very talented instructor. We have a staff of instructors who are phenomenal, and um, and then we have uh, a core of volunteers that are essential. As you can imagine, we're we're a 501c3 charitable organization. We we rely on our volunteer base, and we have about 250 volunteers uh, on our on our roster. And in in a heavy um, in a heavy uh, time of you know, for, for example, this morning we have we have six participants uh, currently in a session. Those six participants are. Uh, in need of full support because they are unbalanced riders, meaning they're they're not uh, necessarily going to be able to maintain level balance on the horse. So they have a sidewalker on each side and a horse leader to manage the horse, uh, the movement of the horse. While they while the rider has reins and is actively working on the communication with the horse, we have a horse leader to ensure that that communication goes in the right direction. So that six-person class involves not only the the instructor, but 18 volunteers. And if you do the math and you look at all of the the classes that we do and all of the the, um, needs that we have for volunteers, at the end of the year, it's roughly 20,000 volunteer hours that are contributed to our organization to make this place run and be that sanctuary for our participants and their families. Wow. Very impressive. I, um, you know, uh, to see what's being done in this, in this form of healing. I'm curious, as some of our listeners would be, you know, there's different views of um, horses. I mean, they're, they're, they're such a, they're significant sized animal. Um, definitely bigger than us as humans. And so there are some people that might have fear mm-hmm. um, for, for interacting with horses and wondering how, how is it that uh, they can be therapeutic. And, you know, there's a saying on your website, and um, it really spoke to me. Horses hear the unspoken words in our hearts. And there's, and I'm, I'm sure at this point there's been some scientific and clinical um, you know, backing to to 
say how horses interact with human beings and what they and how they communicate um, there, there's something deeper there have you learned anything to this effect or other than your experience obviously but you know what's going on um, there? what's going on there <laughs> yeah. so so the um, when 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 we have an interested family uh, or individual they will come out and have an assessment. So we, we have a, a preliminary process to introduce them to our facility and to our herd. And we, uh, we take note of any potential fear at that time. Sometimes it means that a, a participant may not be appropriate yet for the riding element. Maybe it's just an introduction to the horses and overcoming uh, their own issues, not just with horses, but they have other issues in their lives, um, and and then building on that familiarity, that trust with the animal, so the communication piece. So we have ground-based programming, and we use the terms equine-assisted learning, uh, for for those classes, and, and I think I mentioned earlier that uh, in in the case of mental health, we do have equine assisted uh, psychotherapy sessions, but that's a separate um, separate element. But our our instructors are trained to deliver the equine assisted learning programs as well. And just to give you an example of what that might look like, we may have a a group of four individuals who who have uh, whatever issues that may be in their background. Uh, they, they could be teenagers, they could be younger, they could be older, but, but let's just say um, some teenagers who have trust issues and, and a lack of confidence in themselves. We can bring in some of, some of our horses have a, a uh, I, I almost don't know how to describe it, their, their talent, their gift, is in identifying a person in need of of that connection, and and they will they will we could take we could take that group of four individuals out into our pastures, and certain of our horses will come and pick a particular person and almost sense the emotional need there, and and so we will. We will uh, we will assign that horse to the individual, and we might watch them uh, have a communication session with the horse in the arena, where where the goal is to see if if they can connect enough with that horse to lead that horse through an obstacle course without a lead rope, and to watch the development of of that line of communication in just an hour's time and then the sheer joy that erupts on that participant's face when they are successful and that horse comes and nuzzles into their chest because they have done this together mm. it wow. it is fascinating and so and and it's not just fascinating it it warms your heart to a to an extent that's indescribable yeah. That person then may take on an interest in in being part of our therapeutic riding program. It may be that that's a next step. It may be uh, that they that they that they blossom and and sign up for other offerings that we have. But but that magic um, 
that connection is is something that is is you know we see it every day every day of the week and and it keeps us going truly tremendous i mean uh you know i just was thinking like i mentioned uh, earlier on in the in the introduction uh we just came back from colorado it was uh, i think june and uh we we did a beautiful horseback riding it was all eight of us my family's pretty mm. large we have a blended family Wonderful. You know, six kids are out there and uh but my oldest daughter she's uh fairly not always in tune with nature (laughs) 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 um so she uh, was uncomfortable um doing this as beautiful Mm -hmm. as it was and um i think there was a point where and i didn't i really didn't know this she she seemed to pull it off well uh, to us however internally she was uncomfortable and the horse ended up exhibiting that and and just yes. being uncomfortable with her and there was a mm-hmm. moment where we had to cross the creek and we all had to follow and I think she got so nervous that the horse did not stay in line and she ended up going in a different path to try to uh, end up being a deeper path and then the the, the guy who rode with us um, the guide actually went back to get her and lead the horse out of the creek and <laughs> it's like a, a to do <laughs> I mean you know there was some humor to it because of course we're you know we're family and we we do those things we laugh at each other but um, and thankfully she was safe and there was nothing really there was no real danger Um, however there's there's that being said there's a um, medical news today had a recent uh, article or study on uh, showing that for the first time that horses respond um, to human emotion cues by integrating Mm -hmm. the emotional value of the voice they hear with that of facial uh, of the facial expressions they see horses can tell when human facial expressions and tone of voice match according to a new study so um, I'm sure there's 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 more than that but that's probably what you can figure out in a scientific study because you have you know the tone and, and facial expressions to go by however I, mm-hmm. I think there might be a more psychic element there that you know uh, we've seen in movies uh, portrayed in movies through relationships um, from the days of the cow, you know, cowboys and onwards to other stories and such. Um, and, and then obviously if you are an equestrian um, and, and work in the field, you, you know that there's something special and magical, like you said, that exists there between the human interaction and horses, almost as if we were made to um, be together um, from, from very early on mm-hmm. in the history mm-hmm. of our existence. Uh, so that being said, you are uh, sort of creating these programs with all of that in mind. And there, you've mentioned a few other programs, which I'd like to touch on, um, or aspects to the therapeutic programs. I mean, you have everything from, um, the psychotherapy, uh, speech therapy, um, yeah, corporate team building, uh, you mm-hmm. got school groups and professional education mentorship. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the speech therapy. Sure. This is this is uh, something that's um, in in the field of of what we call hippotherapy, which is uh, um, physical therapy, speech therapy, all of the different therapeutic uh, realms that are then tied with the use of horses. Um, there is a, a, a national association that that, uh, that certifies individuals who are practitioners in that field, and we have a speech therapist on staff who has uh, the requisite training, and uh, and so she uses 
the horses to facilitate the um, the speech patterns, the movement of the horse she has found and, and others in the field have found uh, can help with the breathing patterns and the use of the vocal cords uh, so that while they may start their session in the office working on particular uh, uh, vocal patterns, once they get on the horse, then they they work towards those utterances, and and she has seen situations where children have uttered their first words, um, and and uh, that is something that when I first came here, I have to admit I never thought of speech therapy on a horse, but it is um, it is the um, it is that movement that actually. Um, helps and it's it's something tied to the focus of the individual while they're on the horse. As you as you say, when you went on your trail ride in in Colorado, when when you were all out there, your focus uh, for some of you and your group may have been uh, on completely on the surroundings, right? Because yeah. because you had trust in the horse and trust in the outfitters that put you on that horse, and so. You could look around you, and and you didn't have to focus as much on the riding, but but your daughter, uh, on the other hand, was was more nervous, and and all she could think about was that horse and mm-hmm. what she was doing on that horse. Probably mm-hmm. she probably didn't take in much on the surroundings front, right. and um, and you're absolutely right. Uh, and the research that that you cited in terms of what the horse senses and the horse the horses are incredibly adept at reading people they will read fear they will read honesty and and they will know who they can trust right off the bat they are excellent at that and um, and so in the case of speech therapy we will have a young rider who who will trust the instructor and will trust the horse, but will be caught up in that movement. And the focus for them, their thought pattern, is is really because of that movement, it's shutting out the other stimuli that may interfere with their ability to speak in the way that that um, we are um, we are targeting. Mm. So it's um, it's a tremendous aid for focus. So it, it, it seems like there's, you know, like most things, a code and, and the movement combined with um, an opening up of the subconscious in a way. It's almost like a, a question, hip, hip, <laughs> psychology, <laughs> hip, hypnotism. I mean, you know, because it's all about codes. And, and when you find that way of, of getting people to, like you said, focus, but then the movement is almost like the unlocking of, of, uh, of, of what is blocked um, in order to achieve access and then allow the person to express. So um, I get that. Correct, way. and yeah. and and we have uh, we we had uh, we, we've branched out a little bit to help uh, the health and wellness of our community. So beyond our strictly therapeutic programming, we had uh, requests from our volunteer base. They wanted to be more 
in tune with the horses, and so we put together adult and youth horsemanship classes that are um, not not on a level for a you know competition stable. That's that's not where we're headed. But we want to give we want to give that further knowledge of horses to folks in our community, and in doing so, that. Um, for us, that helps support our programming, but but it also allows those individuals some of that healing power of the horses. There is uh, there is something that that um, no doubt you all experienced in your family trip, uh, but I know as as, um, as a rider myself, when I get on a horse, I'm shutting out the rest of the world, and I'm in that moment and. The ability to reduce stress um, that comes from that is huge. So in our own daily lives, I I once told uh, uh, a boss, a former boss that I had, uh, who gave gave me a little bit of grief over my outside life of riding horses, I said, you know, you need me to ride horses because it's the only time that my brain takes a break. And I have to be purely focused on what I'm doing in that moment. And mm. my stress comes down and my creativity goes up. Once yes. I get off that horse, I unlock other areas of my brain. And it, it everybody reacts differently. But for me, that was the result. And, um, and our participants who are in our health and wellness programs feel that as well. We, we have exercise programs, mounted exercise programs, where people who would like to be on a horse but don't have the ability to to dedicate to learning to ride and and um and practice uh-huh. on a weekly basis or daily basis um they can come and with a horse leader and support uh they can be on top of a horse and use that motion of the horse to help develop their core strength and exercise and fitness and so we combine a few things in in those those classes we offer are called saddle power and we we increase the the wellness of our um our friends in the community who want to participate in that way so there are so many ways that we can incorporate the the communication and bonds with the horses in into our lives it's it's truly uh, every day is is different here, and and every day is is a happy day. It's 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 a little bit. It may sound a little bit saccharine, but um, but it's true. It really is. And we view this place as a true sanctuary for those who come here because it is the place where they they come and they shed the stress from every other aspect of their life, and they connect with horses who who will will not have that that level of, of um, baggage, they, they are here to simply to connect with our participants. The, and, and besides corporate building and um, the school, you know, because you, you have the community building and rebuilding, mm-hmm. and, and then you have corporate team building, and then you have mm-hmm. school groups. Um, yeah. All of which is so essential to a healthy community, and you're doing this with the equestrian, um, the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the schools, do you 
focus on inner city schools, poverty, you know, uh, those below the poverty line, or do you more high-end schools or private schools? How, how would you? Our, our current uh, focus, and, and we have, um, due to various grant funders, we have different, um, different emphases uh, as we go session to session, but we have uh, a current grant funder who is, uh, who is dedicated to seeing us work with at-risk youth. And so we have programs where we have targeted children who have been in the court system mm. of all uh, all income levels, but but those individuals who uh, who can particularly benefit from from curricula that we've developed. That's got to be life changing. Got to be yeah, life changing. Well, and the, these can be these can be. Uh, uh, Kids who are in the court system due to substance abuse, due to mm-hmm. other other issues that they have, but but uh, we develop specific curricula with uh, with their um, uh, with with their team of we work with therapists to to target exactly and customize for for those individuals um, the program that is needed, and uh, we have uh, we've identified. Um, a residential uh, program that uh, that has uh, at-risk youth who we are trying to to help turn their lives around and develop new leaders and turn turn their lives into uh, into a positive path. Mm. So um, so seeing that um, um, the uh, seeing that kind of materialize, and and we started with when we identify certain of these um, schools and programs, we invite them out to do what we call a day of discovery, which is a field trip, and about two hours, and we expose that group. It may be ten or twelve kids that um, that come here, and we expose them to certain activities with our herd. And see how they engage, and see if that's a, a fit. Mm. And and almost universally, we we get the feedback from the school uh, school administrators and and um, uh, youth home uh, administrators that you know how how can we do more? Mm. Where where well. where do we need to go for funding? What can we do to help raise funds to to continue? Because this they process? see it, they see it immediately. They know yeah. that this is this exactly. is great. Yeah. So so how do people find uh, Dreamcatchers, Miss Nancy Will? Uh, we are we are on the web. Uh, Dreamcatchers.org is our website, mm-hmm. um, and we are always. Always looking for additional support from from the public. Uh, we have a beautiful 28, 22 acre uh, property that's named in memory of Corey Sikich, um, uh, and it is a setting for for all of these horse connections. It's a it's a state of the art facility that's funded by the Roy Charles Trust and uh, through the work of of the late Angie Johnson, and we. Um, we have this beautiful place, but it, it doesn't run itself. And mm. so uh, anyone who might be interested in helping with our cause, we would gladly, gladly add you to our family. We, um, we have some very special people in our, um, in our family, and, and, uh, and it's, 
we just keep the magic going. Beautiful. And, uh, we'll be sure so. to bring. We'll be sure to bring our herd through. <laughs> our family <laughs> please, herd through. On, yeah. If you ever come up to Virginia, please. Oh, we absolutely. Would love to 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 have you visit and experience yes. some of the wonders that our herd offers. Oh, absolutely. This has been just a beautiful, inspiring show. Thank you for all you're doing, Miss Williams, over there. Uh, you know, in Virginia with Dreamcatchers, I think this should be a destination for anyone looking to um, be a part of something amazing and healing. And uh, this has been another Maximum Health Quality Living. Yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. If you if you missed any portion of this show, it's available via all podcasts. So be sure to tune in and share with your friends and family. And a very special thanks to the Warners for connecting us. This has been another Maximum Health Quality Living. See you next time.